Okay, welcome to the 51st episode of this podcast. And it's actually the first podcast that I've ever done solo. So bear with me if I go off on a tangent and I just ramble. Okay, I'm going to keep this unedited and raw because I wanted to humanize myself. I'm usually the one asking the questions and I don't really say much about it, you know, because for me, this podcast isn't about me. It's about the stories that are shared with the individuals that I invite on. And I'm honestly so happy that people have listened. You know, when I first started this, I thought, is anyone going to listen? I'm not a celebrity. So I've got to grow a raw following just organically. And thankfully I've developed listeners. You know, if you got me a year and a half ago when I started this podcast and you told me what I know now, I said, no way. But when you're in it, you doubt yourself often because I think it's imposter syndrome, something we all probably face. But if you'd have told me that a year and a half later, you'd have tens of thousands of downloads you'd have spoken to people that you've looked up to pretty much all your life, then that would have been great. But the things that I take the most in this podcast isn't about the metrics or the downloads or where I'm at in the charts, nothing like that. For me, the success of this podcast is who can it influence positively? Who can it help? I've had some messages recently that I'll share with you. And this pretty much is why I do it, if that makes sense. So I had one from a mate recently saying, thank you so much for your podcast and your work. It's honestly helped me so much. I've been in a bit of a dark place and this has really helped me. I feel so much healthier and happier now. And that's thanks to you. And that's a really kind message to receive. And it's not down to me at all. It's down to him for putting in the work, but I'm glad the conversations I have have helped him and helped him put him on a path that is a healthier lifestyle. Cause I think that's really important. This podcast is everything to do with mindset, well-being, and positive mental health, because we all have it. And I think it's a really important topic. And through long-form conversations, people can learn something from someone. Everyone you meet in life will give you a lesson. And on this podcast, I truly believe there are lessons in everything. The second message I received was off someone who felt a bit inspired after the Chris Rugby podcast, and she became a PT. And she thought, as part of this qualification, I'm going to go around the world and live in places I've always wanted to live. She quit a job. She trained to be a PT and she's lived in Dubai. And I think she's living in London now. So that's amazing in itself. And the third and probably the most important, and you'll, you'll understand why now, is I had a message from someone who I haven't spoke to in a very, very long time. They messaged me saying, thank you for this podcast because it's helped save my life. I was feeling suicidal and I went to get help. And I was in a really dark place. That's everything, isn't it? That is all I want and more is to help people and add value to their lives in a positive way. And I'm so appreciative of people who have messaged me like that or shared the podcast or anything. So thank you for that. It honestly means so much to me. Doing a podcast like this is so out of my comfort zone, but I just felt something in my gut saying, do it. And for me, it's my creative outlet. It's my chance to talk to people. Um, and put myself out of my comfort zone, if that makes sense, because it's quite an intimate thing. You're speaking to someone for the very first time about intimate issues in their lives. And sometimes they confide in you stuff they've never confided in anyone. You know, I remember speaking to Jeff Thompson, a BAFTA award winning writer, and he shared with me stuff that he's never shared with his family. And for, that's such an honor to receive that. So thank you for that. And anyone who's been on here, or, like I said, or messaged me or anything like that, thank you for your support. Today, I wanted to share 10 lessons with you that I've learned in 50 episodes. And they've been difficult lessons, they've been empowering lessons, and they've been everything in between. So they've helped me, so I hope they help you. 
Okay, so lesson number one. If you continuously look to conform to societal norms, which don't empower you or serve you as a person, you'll never be happy. Don't look to fit in. I think that is one of the most important lessons. We as a society love fitting in. We don't want to be an outcast. We just want to fit in. We don't want to stand out because maybe we're scared of judgment or we're scared of being ridiculed for being ourselves. I've been there. I started a podcast when it's so out of my comfort zone. You know, I know there'll be people saying, what's he doing that for? Like, why is he doing that? Again, if you stick to your values where you want to help someone and empower someone and follow your, I don't know, your, you can call it your truth if you want to, something that gives you purpose, then you know why. But people look to fit in. If you don't like going down the pub on a Friday and Saturday night and getting hammered, don't do it. If you don't like playing a sport, don't do it. If you don't like doing something, but your mates do, it does not mean you have to do it. Yeah, there's about compromise in life. 100%, percent—you got to do things that you don't want to necessarily do all the time. But if you're doing that regularly and it isn't giving you life and it isn't fulfilling you and it isn't making you happy, then you don't actually need to do it. There will be people in life and you might have to wait a while to meet these people, but it will happen. You will meet these people and they will be the people for you. They will be the right people. Okay. So you do not have to fit in to other people's fun and you don't have to fit into societal norms. I mean, what is normal? Let's be honest. Okay. Lesson two, spending time alone is the surest way of finding out what you want. So for me, sometimes you've got to spend time alone and learn to do things solo. And when you do that, and you feel comfortable, then the right people come into your life. Like It's so important to spend time alone. Don't distract yourself in something or someone else because you're never going to truly know what you want to do in life. Okay, lesson three. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's a very, very common quote that goes around these days, and it's absolutely spot on. You know, you take social media, for example. It's just the highlight reel. So don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. I, I heard that on... Um, the high performance podcast recently with Vicky Patterson, who's on Geordie Shaw. Don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. I think that's spot on. We're often in our own home, we're scrolling. And again, it's that thing I alluded to in number two, where we're distracting ourselves in something or someone else. We can just scroll on social media and distract ourselves from our own thoughts or doing what we need to do. And we often look around us and think, oh God, I feel a bit bad about myself or feel a bit lonely or feel a bit this or that or the other and so we go on social media and you look at couples living their best lives buying stuff doing stuff living their best lives but actually the reality is what you're living in your own home be comfortable with what you've got and don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel just remember that people don't often share the bad stuff the people who do they're strong and vulnerable enough to do it and good on them so yeah the grass isn't always greener the grass is only greener where you water it. I love that quote too. That belongs to the third lesson. So number four, appreciate those people who support you and generally want the best for you with no hidden agenda. I think when you follow your passion, you do realize who is there for you as a person. You do. And it's very important that you pay attention to the people who support you. You know, you can meet someone tomorrow who will have better intentions for you than someone you've known all your life. I mean, I only need to go on Instagram and post a story or a post or whatever. And within 10 seconds, someone will have viewed it who I've known all my life and they will never engage or like anything I do because I'm doing something that's out of my comfort zone. And I think people do that because they're not comfortable with a newer you, a person who's growing. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm no expert on that. 
But yeah, pay attention to the people who clap for you when you win. Number five, this is a big one. Sometimes people aren't actually burnt out. They're, they're just exhausted of doing too little of what they love doing in a world that never seems to slow down and take a breath. That's a huge thing. So I remember listening to a podcast with Dr. Joe Dispenza in. He spoke about how your mind is such a powerful thing that when you have negative thoughts, a chemical reaction goes off in your brain. And I think peptides are released. I think he said, again, I'm no expert on it. They can actually make you ill and positive thoughts actually make you better. So sometimes people are just burnt out of doing stuff that they don't love doing. The world's a pretty negative place at the moment. You only need to go into a shop or go on the, your phone. You look at news outlets and there's wars going on. The inflation's going up. There's so much going wrong. So it's easy to be in a negative mindset. We as human beings are actually programmed to be more negative. It's to do with the amygdala in your brain. So we as people are 70% more negative than positive. And that's just the way we are made up. So if we see a negative situation, we are more interested in that than a positive thing. So you imagine you're driving on the motorway or anywhere and you see a car crash. You're going to look at that more than a car that's just regularly driving, going on their day because it's negative, because it's something different, because it's not good. Okay. That's the way our program, that's the way our brains are programmed rather. And it's absolutely crazy. I mean, how often do we go through a day and we tell people about the good stuff. No, we focus on the bad stuff because it seems to be more interesting. That's just the way we're programmed. And often that can manifest into us just living a life where we just feel like we're existing and we're not doing stuff that we enjoy because we just feel exhausted. And maybe it manifests into illness and we just feel burnt out. So that's a really important one. Do the stuff that you enjoy and sometimes take a break when you need it. Number six, never judge a person. Never, ever, ever judge a single person. They're just trying to do their best. You have absolutely no idea what that individual is going through. The world can be a very busy and difficult place to navigate. We're all just trying to do our best at the end of the day. I remember driving to work a few months ago and um, there's a car in front of me and going a little bit skew if on the road. I thought, oh, what are they doing? You know, we got to the traffic lights and um, a McDonald's wrapper flew out the car. I thought, what are they doing? They're littering too. So then I had to get into the left lane to take my left turn. And I kind of looked at what was going on in the car as I, as I drove past. And there was a mother at the driving wheel looking incredibly flustered and tired. And there's a child there who's kicking his legs and kicking off a little bit, I think. And I just thought, who are you to judge? That mum is probably just trying to do the best that she could. Okay. So the way I took it was, Maybe she's got a lot going on. Maybe she's driving to a job. She's having to get her child ready. We've just been in a pandemic. Maybe she's a single mum. Maybe they didn't have time for breakfast. Maybe they don't have any food in because she's busy. So the best that she knew was to get a McDonald's on the way to school. So he'd still have a meal before school. And she was just trying to do her best. And I think that's so important. You don't know what people are going through. Even people who turn up late to meet you. You don't know what they've been through. Who are we as people to judge a person? And again, life is about perception. So just don't judge anyone because we're all trying to do our best. Okay. One of my favorite quotes, I think this is Mark Pierce on the podcast, actually. Do what makes you happy, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone else. So I take that as whatever lights that fire inside of you and excites you and gives you happiness. You've just got to go for it. 100%. You have just got to go for it because yeah, I don't like talking about mortality or being morbid but you're a long time dead and yeah you know so 
you might as well go and enjoy it and do it. Don't sit there. Often the fear is worse when you sit on the sidelines and have that paralysis or that feeling of inaction of doing it because you're so scared to do it. It's often worse than actually just doing it. What's the worst that can happen? Start small and build it up because that's the only way you're going to grow. Okay. What's next? If you don't believe in yourself and your own vision, then don't expect others to believe in you either. Have the conviction to chase whatever it is you want to do. You'll have people who doubt you and judge you, but you know in your gut what's right and what's wrong. That is such an important quote. And this was from an Australian rugby player who's played in the World Cup final. And he is one of the best props in the world. Scott Sio, in his position. And if you don't believe in yourself and your own vision, then how is anyone going to believe in you? That is just the money, isn't it? That is so important. Sometimes you just got to have conviction and only you might have that vision in your own head. People might judge you, ridicule you and think, what are you doing? Like stay in your own lane kind of thing. But if you've got the conviction and the clarity and the purpose to do it, even if you don't know how to do it, you've just got to go for it and just believe in yourself because how is anyone else going to believe in you? That is so important. Okay, number nine, and this is a really important one. It's to do with mental nutrition. Nutrition isn't just about the food and drink that you consume. It's equally a very important thing, but it's down to what you consume in your mind as well. So what news are you consuming? What TV are you watching? What social media are you consuming? Okay, who are you surrounding yourself with? Do they make you feel better or worse? What activities do you do? Does it uplift you or make you worse? It's all to do with habits as well. So like I alluded to earlier, with social media and the news. It's very negative at the moment. So it's very important to remember that, well, that's not going to make you feel very good. That's going to make you feel more negative. And we as people remember are primed to be more negative. So that's not going to help you. Okay. Even things like watching a TV program or a thriller, I love a thriller, but remember your body actually releases cortisol, which actually spikes your fight or flight system in your body, which makes you feel more anxious and can lead you closer to panic. Okay, so even watching a tense football game can make you feel more stressed because your body doesn't know the difference between good and bad stress. So if you've had a bit of a day in work where it's been quite stressful and you go to the gym and hammer yourself for two hours and you go home and watch a massive thriller on TV, which is going to make you feel equally stressed and anxious, they are all stresses and you're in a stress cycle then for far too long. So you go to bed and you feel exhausted and you wake up the next day and you still feel exhausted. It's because your body hasn't rested enough because you've been in fight or flight for about 10 hours. So sometimes your body doesn't know the difference between what stress you're putting on it and you've got to end the stress cycle sometimes. So it's not a good idea to always be doing, 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 but I'm digressing slightly. Again, who do you hang out with? What friends do you hang out with? What family do you hang out with? Do they make you feel better or worse? Only you can, only you know that answer. It's a really important one to know. So mental nutrition goes far beyond just about the food and drink that you eat. Number 10, the last one. No one can take away from you what you put into your own mind. This is a huge one. And this is what Dr. Edith Eager, who is a Auschwitz survivor, a psychologist, and an amazing, amazing author, and just all around amazing human being. This is what she shared when she came on my podcast last year. No one can take away from you what you put into your own mind. Sometimes your mind can be the toughest place there is. You can actually be imprisoned in your own mind. She, she quoted in her book, don't let your mind be the jailer. So when she was on the cattle cart to Auschwitz, her mum turned to her and said, no one can take away from you what you put into your own mind. And one night shortly after arrival, she was shaved 
she was stripped naked and in the barracks where she was made to sleep next to hundreds of girls in freezing conditions, Dr. Joseph Mengele came in and anyone who knows about him knows he was probably, he's probably one of the worst criminals we've ever had in, in life up there with Hitler. And he wanted entertainment. He wanted to be entertained by the prisoners. I know Dr. Edith Eager, before she became a prisoner, she was an amazing gymnast and dancer. She could have gone to the Olympics had there not been a war. So Dr. Joseph Mengele forced her to dance. And if she did a bad job, she'd be shot. So what she took that as is she learned her mother's lesson, which is, okay, this is life or death now, but you do not have to give in to this. You can dance, but you can pretend you're somewhere beautiful. So she envisioned and pretended and thought and visualized that she was in her home theater in Hungary, dancing this beautiful dance in front of thousands of people, not in a barracks in Auschwitz. And that's one of the biggest lessons that she learned in Auschwitz was Auschwitz was actually a classroom to her. And no one can take away from you what you put into your own mind. Similarly in life, if you're going through a difficult decision, it's often our thoughts and our perceptions. I'm not saying change your thoughts and everything's going to be wonderful because that's not how life works. But if you do the right things, like let's go, let's go to lesson number nine before. If you consume positive material and positive things and you consume positive stuff rather than negative stuff, you're more likely to have a nicer place to live in inside your own mind. So do the things that are going to make where you live in your own mind a nicer place to be so no one can take away from you what you put into your own mind. That's a really important lesson. Okay, so they are the top 10 lessons that I've learned since starting this podcast. And I think it's made me a better teacher, a better listener, a better person, to be perfectly honest with you. I think it's helped me in so many ways. And I know this can add value to someone's life. If podcasting is your thing and you're still listening to this podcast right now, I hope it's helped you. And I hope I've linked it to a practical situation that you can use in your own life. Thank you for your time and take care and looking forward to bringing you more content. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,